Hi. Hi. How's it going? It's going. How are you? I'm pretty good. I just had a coffee, so. Oh my gosh, coffee at 7 p.m. Hell yeah, that's <laughs> that's party time. Yeah, no, we're it's we're gonna wild out. Um, hopefully not quite as wet and wild as the last time you were on the show, which. <laughs> oh no. We we set a high bar. I think the bar. We did. I feel. I feel very proud of that because I figured like <laughs> I, f- I figured someone would outdo me in, in a big way. And I feel like no one really has. No, you you've ascended that summit and uh, Great. no one has come for you yet. So, no. Fuck phrasing. Um, <laughs> Listen, don't come for me. Come for the ponies. You know what I mean? Fuck. No, stop it. Stop it. We can't go down this road again, Danica. <laughs> I know we're gonna get in trouble. This is a clean, family-friendly episode where we just talk about our favorite lizards. And- okay. So wait, let me. Can I get? Can we get this out of the way in the beginning? So I, you're saying I cannot mention saline injections. Okay, this is your new thing that you're into. Like it. So it started out like I'm not into it, into it as much as <laughs> as as much as like I'm extremely shocked that people are like, what is that? You know, which was me. That was me a few weeks ago. I was like, what is this thing? And now I know everything about it. Here I am. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just was totally sidetracked by um, Shanley. Uh, it was in my mentions. Oh, um, fuck. I guess God. she name searches. I, I tweeted. Uh, she, oh, she absolutely does. I, I, I tweeted like, Candace Shanley Fusion 2020. And uh, and she she's in my mentions. And like, I legitimately want her to run for for government. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I don't have a problem. I think she she is the only good Twitter user at this point. Yeah, she's had me blocked for a while. That's like one of my crowning achievements on Twitter is being blocked by her. It's, um, I don't know, I guess I'm not, and I, I want to stay in the state of grace because... Yeah, um, just try not, you know, try, try not to get blocked. Most people just get blocked by her, like, right away, because she does name search. I got blocked during the, um, during the daddy culture appropriation phase. <laughs> yes! Oh, my God. Um, that was classic. That was a classic bit. Um, yeah, that, that, yeah, that was great. That was a great moment on Twitter. That was a highlight of Twitter in, in 2016. Was it 2016? I don't remember. Uh, but... Yeah, it was last year. Um, yeah, anyway, sorry to invoke that. Um, but I did just want to pivot away from... Um, yeah, we can pivot. Totally. From uh, saline balls, because... How do you find out about these things anyway? <laughs> You, I want to pivot, but hold on real hold, quick. I'm going to pivot, but hold on a minute. I do want to ask about how you find this stuff. Um, I was looking at just like a really awful website that um, my friend Victoria and I, Sailor B, we used to we used to look at all the time, every time we hung out. Um, it's, it's like a wild porn site or whatever. And I was showing a coworker of mine some like really super well-known videos from that website. And then on the front page, there was just like this, this guy with like really big, big, got a lot of stuff going on. And the caption was like, 
dude hasn't got off in 35 years. And I was like, okay, let's look at it. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) that was in fact a lie. And, um, everything was just injected with saline. And so I made an account on the forums of that really awful website called like, um, big, big blown up balls or something. And I just like made a bunch of comments about how I wanted to have to make friends who were into the same things I was. It was, it was pretty fun. You have such interesting hobbies. (laughs) I'm like rediscovering, uh, what it was like to be a 15 year old using uh message boards because i never got into that oh yeah i was never like on message boards or anything so so now that i'm i'm finding the good stuff i'm kind of i'm kind of into it you know yeah yeah i've been thinking about that lately because um i don't know like there's something twitter like isn't a message board and like there's something that's been drawing me to that because um so we have a discord now we have a statement discord and that's kind of like wow, that like great. It's, it's a little group um and there's like different th- um like channels for talking about music or games or whatever but like i kind of want to just make like a i kind of just want to go on reddit like on the good ones like not the terrible ones but just find some like really inane hobby or something and like go on the reddit for it create a new name so like no one knows who i am and just like talk about fucking like axe throwing or some shit you know yeah there's gosh um i was talking about this with with uh someone last week or the other week about um threads on the the hell website aka 4chan the site that i never use uh and never will but there are threads on that site just about like really mundane stuff like making sandwiches or like um cooking bacon and and the anonymous comments will just to someone making bacon, we'll just be like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what, that's what like forums and message boards are. It's like, it's this huge wall of, you know, being anonymous and having that be either very, very, very shitty or be- very, very, very funny. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like a coin. It's like a coin. Toss. Mm, it's like two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I miss forum culture. Yeah, I just I just never got into it. I I use Reddit a bit now because, you know, I work in games and it's like I feel like I have to. That's the gamer's home. That's the yeah, tagline. Got to keep up with what's going on. We Sometimes. gamers simply want to play games and discuss the gameplay, you know? Yeah. That is all they talk. wish to do that's why that's why discord is is really good because like waypoint has a discord too and there's like two thousand people in there or something like that and it's just uh a non-stop stream of consciousness <laughs> and it's like it, it's it's great you know we have like channels for like politics and uh things people are working on and like a selfie channel which is kind of cool um but it's awesome people can just talk about whatever yeah no i do i like it i like these like more limited kinds of spaces um mm-hmm. as i think people get like overwhelmed by by twitter or similar kinds of platforms oh yeah yeah and there's um there's like i guess people have less responsibility or take less responsibility for the things they say on things like a forum or um in discord where 
I guess it's easier to be anonymous or maybe there's more desire to be anonymous because I think for the most part on Twitter, uh, the people doing the most fuck shit are people using their real names, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We looked at the Crunchyroll forums. Those were good. Oh, yeah, we did do that. Yeah. Those were those were like very, like, obviously there's the bad shit, but there's very pure stuff, like ha- wanting to have a second back or something. I want to have a second back. Mm-hmm. This is my wish. This is the story of how I became the greatest person with two backs in the world (laughs) oh did i tell you this is the story of how that happened by the way (laughs) this podcast is the story oh my god i totally fell off my hero academia i need to catch up again where are you at uh i think i like just finished the tournament arc and uh okay okay so like yeah they uh that's as far as i've gotten i think it gets very good. It's very good right now. I've heard that. The guy yeah. who's like Spawn or whatever just showed up. Uh, I guess he's not really like Spawn, but he, he sucks. Yeah, there's... um, The anime goes through like some, some wild action stuff that's very serious and exciting and scary. And then now it's in another one of those like arcs where it's just uh, competition stuff. And that's very fun to me. I love the anime because it has so much fun with itself. It's very Mm -hmm. self-aware and it's just completely enjoyable. Like every episode is so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's super cute. I got to go back to it. I, um, yeah, I fell off it. I watched uh, Dad of Light last week. Okay. Have you seen that? No. Do you know the premise? No. Can you tell me? <gasps> okay. This is a, it's a Japanese soap opera that mm-hmm. was picked up by Netflix and just like captioned and it's on Netflix now. And um, it's just about this guy who like, actually there's going to be a dad feelings. I think actually that episode will have come out by the time this goes up. But um, it's about this guy who like, you know, he grows up and he, like, loses touch with his dad. Like, he doesn't really talk to his dad anymore. And okay. so he's like, oh, what I'm going to do is, like, my dad just suddenly quit his job. And, like, I don't know. He won't tell me why. And, like, I don't know how to talk to him. But what if I was a different person? Then I could talk to him and, like, gain his confidence. So what I'm going to do is, like, like buy him a PS4 and Final Fantasy fourteen and, oh, pl- yeah, yeah, and yeah. play it with him as, like, my I... hot cat girl avatar until he, like, until we become friends and he tells me what's going on. Oh my gosh. I saw previews for this or I saw people tweeting about it. It looks good. It's really cute. It's like a super cute show. I have a hard time getting into J dramas or K dramas. I just have never been really much of like a soap opera Mm -hmm. person. Um, But everyone was watching Terrace House, which I think is just like Japanese reality TV. Yeah. Um, And I saw some people talking about this and those are two things that I would like to pick up soon. Yeah, at some point I should watch Chair's House because um, Mia is obsessed with it and so is my roommate Eric. Um, but this show is only like seven episodes really. So um, you can just sort of burn through it. And it's not even that dramatic. It's like mm-hmm. there's some like light drama, but it's mostly just like the slice of life, like cute little thing. And also yeah. they, they film like half of it as like machinima, oh, which shit. is so goofy and awkward because like the final fantasy like everyone in that game looks really like the character models look really good when they're not moving right Um, right. they're just like hot anime characters but like when their faces start moving it's like so jerky and like awkward yeah it's like it's like second life yeah yeah it's like second life it's (laughs) 
Uh, it's it's wild though. It's wild to see like, you know, like a, a TV show on Netflix be like Machinima in 2017. That's cool though. That's you know that's where we're at. Yeah, yeah, that is that's the timeline <laughs> we're in. Are you still playing Overwatch? Uh, yeah, lot? I am. Um, I'm trying not to play it as much on my own because I found that like when you queue on your own for like quick play, you just like get like destroyed most of the time. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm mostly just like playing it with other people. Cause like, even if we lose, at least we're like, you know, having fun. Right. At least you got that support. Yeah. Are you, are you playing it much? I, um, I started playing destiny. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is like, wow. That is a real big video game, huh? It's yeah. It's I, I probably wouldn't have gotten it had all of my friends who have PlayStation 4s been playing it because I didn't play Destiny 1. Mm-hmm. Like, I I just, I wasn't on, on the hype train back then. But um, you can basically play through the entire story in this game with other people, which is just, like, really appealing to me because I prefer to play video games with other people in general. And... This one is just like a very social, like team up with your friends and like do some raids and get loot and like mm. power up your character. And um, they have like a raid coming up on Wednesday uh-huh. where six people go in and you get like a bunch of rare stuff. So I'm excited about that. It's It, it was fun. It's been fun. Cool. Yeah, I know. Like everyone I know is playing it, I feel like. Um, yeah, I had 22 friends on destiny 2 last night and i only have like 45 friends on my playstation wow wow it's wild yeah it's wild i yeah i like i was thinking about it for a minute and then was like uh i don't know if i can it's it's like i um like it sounds so fun like getting in a co-op with like your friends and stuff and just playing online but then i know also like because it's such like a stat heavy like loot heavy game that i'll get so deep in um that i will just be like deep up in the guts of that game and uh and just crushing those guts and not um (laughs) just like (laughs) yeah like i just yeah yeah exactly exactly is, is what i'm trying to say and it's i actually prefer games where i don't need to worry about um equipping my character to be extremely strong or powerful Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i don't have to worry about loot at all that's what i prefer but um this they go about it in in just like a very simple way in this game you just like auto get stuff you automatically get stuff and you can just go near a menu and look and see the power level and equip it based on that oh and that'll either raise your power level of your character or not raise it depending on like the power level of the weapon or the armor it's like really easy um so yeah it's been fun but there's there were a ton of missions in the story mode that i just couldn't beat alone and so being able to be like hey who wants to hop on and help me beat this boss and having people hop on and help me fight that's been really fun yeah that sounds so cool it's like all the good stuff about mmos Right. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, maybe. But I feel like if I start like now, um, now that it's been out for like four days, I'm going to be so behind everyone. You'll be you'll be so behind. Yeah. No, I'm not even going to lie to you. Like I um, I didn't start playing until the second day. 
And by the second day, multiple people that I am playing with now had beat the game. Oh my God. Because the story mode is really short. The story mode is like maybe 10 hours. Okay. So if you just, if you just play for a whole day, you'll beat it. Um, but it was really intimidating. I was like, oh, A, I don't know anything about this fr- franchise. B, I'm really bad at shooters. And C, I'm way behind everybody else. Mm. Um, but I don't know. Once you catch up, it's, it's, it's worth it and it's good. I'm also playing Wiz Khalifa's Weed Farm on my phone. Sorry. Um, <laughs> take, that, take that again. I'm playing um, a very highly rated Wiz Khalifa's weed farm. Uh huh. On my phone. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It has like 50,000 ratings on Android and somehow has a 4.8. It's, it's, it's just a clicker. It's like, yeah, you, sure. You, you grow weed and then you water it and like he'll, he'll give you like a cool light to help grow your weed. Fuck. That's but it's, so good. It's so funny. Yeah. The the Weed Farm Twitter account tweeted at me because my friend and I were tweeting about the game and they just got in there and they're like, yeah, blaze <laughs> up, blaze up. I'm wow. Like, oh, yeah. I love Does Khalifa run this Twitter. There's like <laughs> this whole world of mobile games that like nobody in games ever talks about because none of them play them because they're not like, like, I think we've moved past the thing of like Farmville isn't a real game, but like. Right. But there's still this like, like the top, like the, the the charts on like mobile game sales things are like totally unrecognizable. Like occasionally there's a game like Threes that comes out that like, you know, sophisticated and like intellectuals are like, this is like a very good game. But mostly yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like weird stuff that like gets so many downloads and that like no one really talks about. It's really, it's really hard to, um, to get recommendations in a way that is understandable for someone who doesn't consume mobile games mm-hmm. all of the time. And it's also just um, not a lot of people are out there recommending mobile games. Right. You know, right. and if, if they are, it's like one person recommending a game, like one person I know playing whatever. One person I know was playing Wiz Khalifa's Wheat Farm. And now I'm playing Wiz Khalifa's Wheat Farm. <laughs> I know like uh, my friend Naomi Clark, um, She's played like a lot of those. Like she used to play a lot of the zoo games. I think she was playing one of those like Marvel games recently. That's kind of like that. Um, so weird. See, yeah. I can't play those on mobile. That that to me is like, I can't play a full on, um, like basically taking a console game and styling it for mobile game. Yeah, I just can't do it. No, yeah, it's. Uh, I just don't play games on my phone. Like I haven't. The last game I played on my phone was like. I think I played that Tomb Raider game that was like uh, made by the same people who made the that Hitman game, where it's kind of like a board game more than anything. Okay. Um, and that was fun, but then my phone fell off. Um, that was like while I was taking a break from games. But mm-hmm. uh, the day after I played that, like, or the day I played it, my phone fell off my nightstand at night and cracked. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, oh, this no. is this is a sign that I shouldn't be doing this." Um, oh. But since then, I haven't really like. Yeah, when I first got an iPhone years ago, I was like, oh, man, yeah, like, I'm going to play all these cool iPhone-only touch games, like, uh, that, yeah, same. That, that one where you roll those little ball dudes around, um, that I don't remember what it I was called. I don't remember either. Um, or, like, um, the the running one that everyone played, Tower Tower Run. Uh, oh, um, the very first, like, yes. Infinite Runner. Yes. Uh, 
uh, maybe not like the first one, but the one that like got really big, Cannibals. No. No, not Cannibals. No, it was called something else. It was like like um, Jetpack Joyride or something. No, it was something Run. Oh. Yeah, and you're like running through a jungle and sliding under trees and stuff. I played oh, that one a lot. Oh, Temple Run. Temple Run, yes. Yeah. That was huge. Temple Run was huge. Yeah, it has 7 million votes on on Google Play. Jesus. I um I also played I talked about this on Waypoint one time and they got everyone got very upset with me, but I paid a long time ago. I had an iPhone 3S and uh I I paid $10 to buy the Avatar the movie game. <laughs> And I played it a bit. And from what I remember, it was fun. Yeah? Yeah. From what, what I remember. What kind of game was it? Um, It was like the one I just, the, the kind I just told you I don't like to play. It was like they took a, a game that looked like it was supposed to be made for console and just like uh, shrunk it down to work on mobile. Like you run around and you fight things and you collect stuff. And um, yeah, it, it, it was fun. Back in the day. I don't know if it would be fun wow. now. Have you seen like, um, you know, when smartphones just started taking off and so there was still like a lot of um, uh, non-smartphones around, like with not with no touchscreens, there was like this whole wave of, of like adapting AAA video games to like a mobile format, which basically meant like because these phones didn't have like, you couldn't really do 3D graphics very well. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So it meant like, having these totally new assets designed for these like you know adaptations of like assassin's creed and things like that um that weren't released anywhere else and like they might not have been good games but like someone was posting this a few weeks ago on twitter like just all of this art that was like pretty beautiful um that was created for like these games that no one remembers now yeah and that that never went anywhere i know it's it's wild and i can only imagine how much like money and hard work and um disappointment went into that you know because it's like these people are making all these games and no one was really buying them or playing them back in the day you know like i had a blackberry i don't even remember what games were on the blackberry yeah i had like a slidey phone like it was like a matrix phone kind of and uh i think it just had like a really bad snake like it, it was like sort of a very, like a newer snake. Yeah, it was just like fu- future <laughs> snake, cyber snake, mm-hmm. snake, solid snake, solid snake. That was the name. Um, that's what it was called. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, I rem- I remember working uh, when I was still at Crunchyroll, and I was back in San Francisco. I remember seeing the Zynga office all the time. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, they're still like they're still booming and making games. And I'm really? like, who I thought f- they got bought out, or I thought they went under, or something. Oh, maybe they got bought out. Maybe, but I thought they were still making games. No, I, I think they are still around. Maybe I think they just like sold or like fired a lot of their people or something. Something um, like that. Something who's, weird who's happened a few years ago. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I just I don't know who's playing those games. Like, whose mom? Like it's either like moms, or it's like ten and eleven year old kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like it's. I don't know. I keep coming. I come back to this question over and over of like how a lot of cultural products get 
taken up by people because like something that's come up on the show recently is you, do you ever see like YouTube videos get recommended to you where it's just like Spider-Man meets Miss Piggy dance song yeah. f- folk tales um, and it's like yes. 10 million views Spider-Man like, Elsa pregnant like what where did this come from like are those bot views or are they kid views like how do kids find this stuff what algorithms are like helping this stuff get discovered it's like so bizarre yeah i discovered that too um not too long ago and someone was saying someone on twitter because they tweeted about it and someone responded with like an origin story video that i never watched that i should watch oh interesting Um, but apparently a lot of the people who started it are like sh- like shitty YouTubers, like like popular YouTubers who are just kind of bad, like huh. in bad bad people who did a thing for a joke or something and realized it was very popular because kids love Disney princesses. I don't know. Maybe it's just like maybe this is like the side of YouTube that parents feel safe having their kids watch but some of those videos are so bizarre some of them make no sense it's really weird and upsetting to see some of those videos like uh, they just like it feels like i'm falling into like an alternate reality that's just like everything is slightly off yeah no i i I have a hard time watching them i watched a bunch of the spider-man elsa pregnant because that seemed to be a very 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 popular section of those videos oh my god i need to see okay spider-man so like just just look up spider-man elsa pregnant spider-man elsa pregnant um frozen pregnant frozen elsa versus spider-man in real life funny pregnant frozen elsa versus spider-man with pregnant pink what is happening the the descript the descriptions are so strange they're so like long they're like um pregnant elsa visits dr (laughs) spider-man yes yeah see okay wait i found a reddit thread that says what's what's with the new what's with the weird spider-man videos (laughs) new new get quick rich scheme on youtube yep yes like okay Pregnant Maleficent baby pranks versus Spider-Man doctor cheating on Frozen Elsa. Superhero Kids Fund IRL. That has 8.4 million views. Oh, and like the, the thumbnail is disgusting. The thumbnail is like a barbecue fork through a fake stomach with a bunch of fake blood and stuff. It's very gross. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. What is this? Bad silicone baby cockroach attack with frozen Elsa. 52 million views. And it's just a thumbnail with a baby with a cockroach. <sighs> I don't understand. How I don't know who's watching them. Okay, so a lot of the comments are like unintelligible, really. Like a lot of them are either in a different language or are just like one letter or two letters. So I wonder if... I don't know. I wonder if a lot of these views are fake. Are these just be. bots? They've got to be. There's got to be bots, right? Yeah. Like I, it's there, like there enough to bots to like push them up in the algorithm so that kids start seeing them, and then that starts right. like feeding itself, maybe. Yeah, I mean that sounds possible and and likely. I need to know. I need to know. I just don't understand how these videos could have 52 million views. Okay, so I'm gonna find this piece because I've referenced it a couple times in the show, and like it was. 
I think like a year ago, like a year and a half ago, my friend Lee Alexander wrote an article for New York Magazine on the surprise egg videos. Okay. And it's sort of the same thing. It's just like hands like opening up these like weird Kinder surprise eggs and like taking toys out of them. Some of them are ones that like they've just like made themselves. Um, So weird. And like, I think she, I don't know if she like finds an explanation, but like she talks about it and it's like very upsetting. Um, And it just feels like your soul is being like slowly leached out of your body. (laughs) Now I want to, now I want to see that. Um, Tinder. Oh God. (laughs) Just search surprise egg. Surprise egg. Oh my god! And the first one is surprise egg Spider Man. Spider Man Elsa pregnant surprise egg. This is so weird. Um, giant princess Kinder surprise eggs Disney Frozen Elsa and a mini Mickey Play Doh. Two hundred ninety two million views. Like, th- th- like this can't be real. Comments are disabled. God, I just don't know what it is. It's so strange. It's just. I can't think about it too much or like I start to get really like nervous <laughs> about about the machines and the creating like automated, fully automated pregnant Elsa Spider-Man surprise egg oh, content. Oh my god. This person is just opening like so many Kinder eggs. Oh yeah. Oh actually though, like so those are weird, but um I do like this one channel where this grown man opens happy meal toys like he he'll buy like Uh, i love that he'll buy like a complete set that mcdonald's or like whatever fast food place had at a specific time and Mm -hmm. is so excited about them like he's just like today we've got the set of super mario toys from from mcdonald's in 1993 um and then he opens them all up and he's like so excited about just like i mean i guess because it's for kids but he's just like you know, like car, like uh, toy cars that have like a pullback thing where you pull them back and they like go forward? Yeah, yeah. He's like always so excited about that or like moving the arms on a character or just like any, like just all of the stuff that this bullshit garbage, like, like plastic hell can do. He's just like really hyped about it. Um, I used to watch them to just like chill out or kind of fall asleep, but. Yeah, I love that. Like my favorite. Um, so obviously when you look up like ASMR on YouTube, the majority of the stuff that's popular is like hot chicks doing ASMR videos. Yeah. Um, but my favorite ASMR stuff is all like older men giving you a haircut or uh, like, <laughs> ri- like writing calligraphy or um, doing other like interesting things. That's my favorite shit. Okay. So how do those like, are they existing youtubers or like do you think it's somebody else who owns the channel and they're like oh there's a market for like older dude giving you a haircut video so so like dad can you come on and and make this video for me no i think i think it's actually their channel um i think they do it all themselves yeah there's a channel i discovered recently called waluigi waluigi whispers oh no yeah um and it's just this girl doing like here (laughs) She did a stream recently called Bitchy Roleplay Video Game Store Part 2. Um, and a lot of her stuff is is just like Harley Quinn holds you hostage. And I'm like, where's the Waluigi? <laughs> ASMR Subway Job Interview. Really good. Really, really good. Oh, man. Why isn't Waluigi in it? 
I don't see any Waluigi. I see one that's like kissing sounds, but I'm like, where's the Waluigi sounds? Oh my God. There's okay. Oh no, no, that's not her channel. Um, anyway, she has like 2,500 videos and nothing with Waluigi. I don't think that's false advertising. I know. I know she has 2,500 subscribers, but still no Waluigi. Mm -mm. Where is my Waluigi? I want my Waluigi. Oh, God, I love her ASMR pretentious bookstore role play. Like, I love just like the bitchy ASMR. It's really good. It's such like a weird zone between like fetish and something else. Like, it's not quite. I mean, sometimes it definitely steps over the line to that. But like, it's right. not always. And like, that's not a problem. But like, it, it doesn't seem like just uniformly like oh yeah this is just what cranks my hog i just love to hear like a hot girl give me a haircut it's like partly that but partly just like it sets off some other kind of thing for people right it's like um it's it, it's like ecstasy without the drugs like people say that they <laughs> like get get all tingly and stuff from from asmr videos but i do think um i do think the fact that the most popular ASMR videos are all just like hot chicks. Um, that's kind of a sign that people, a lot of people are cranking the hog. <laughs> there's a really, there's a really good ASMR video called, um, well, it's, it's a guy eating fried chicken and there are a lot of fried chicken ASMR videos and most of them are hot chicks, but there's a guy, a video of a guy, an older guy eating fried chicken. And he, just comes up to the microphone. My favorite part is he comes up to the microphone after he takes a bite of fried chicken and just goes, he goes, uh, mm, fried chicken, baby. And it's really good. <laughs> mm, you're going to have to send me that so I can put it gonna, in the show notes. I will, I will send it to you. The guy deleted his uh, channel, but no. one person, one very dedicated person, re-uploaded all of his videos thank you he's samaritan uh, he's really good i'm gonna i'm gonna get to the i think i think i found it and i'll just timestamp it for you thank you thank you yeah i've been watching bob ross again a lot lately how's that been he's relaxing it's good he helps me get to sleep because like i'll just put him on like i'll get into bed and i'm like ah i can't sleep um, and I'll just like put him on. And then by the time, like, I don't usually even get the whole way through the episode. Um, right. I'm just like 20 minutes in and I'm like, all right, I'm turning this off and going to bed. Cause I am so chill right now. Yeah. See, that's good. That's, um, I do that with a lot of older anime that I've already seen. Mm -hmm. I'll just, I'll just like rewatch Naruto and then fall asleep or yeah. like H Harry Potter movies, which is weird, but, um, Stuff that I don't really have interest in seeing again. Yeah, take me away, Naruto. Yeah, um, I sent you the fried chicken video, just so you know. Thank if you. you. Hear, if you want to hear a man say "fried chicken baby" right in your ear, you know. I do right want that more than anything. I got your back. Thank you. Thank you, Danica. Yes. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, what else have I been watching? Oh, I've started. Yeah, I just like use YouTube for just like the. I feel like there's so much like I could be learning and like so much culture I could be absorbing, and I just like watch Bob Ross and I'll just watch the angry video game nerd while I'm doing makeup or something, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. 
Um, and yeah, I feel like I'm really not maximizing my use of this platform, but what can you do? Yeah. What can you do? I, um, I've been trying to read more, which has not, I've not been successful at that. uh So yeah. What have you been trying to read? Um, I have books I, I bought. Um, so I bought some books and, um, I'm like, I'm going to go lay down and I'm going to chill out and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to read and, uh, it just hasn't happened. Um, uh, uh, the visiting privilege by joy Williams. Um, and then another joy Williams book taking care. And then a Jenny Zhang book called sour heart stories. Oh, cool. That's yeah. Awesome. So it's I'm just like buying books specifically to, to relax and um, I can't figure out how to start reading again. So <laughs> yeah, it's like what I've been doing is just, um, you know, I'll read on the train a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I can't buy a switch because um, podcasts are bad enough for me. I got to got to have my book time on the train, you know? Yeah. 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 So I'll do that. Um you just keep books in different places around the house. Keep a right. book like in the bathroom. Keep a book on your coffee table. Keep a book in your bag. Just like so make it impossible to escape books, I think. Yeah, just like build a book for it. Build a little and... wall yourself, cask of Amontillado style, into the wall with books. Yes, yes. And you can't yes. get out until you read them all. Oh my gosh, that reminds me, and this is a very weird thing that that reminds me of. <laughs> yeah, um, go on. I you have, it saw... reminds you you have to finish <laughs> walling that man up in your basement? Yeah, so I went and saw a movie called um, Annabelle Creation. Um, it's about a scary doll. It's about a scary doll, yeah. It's a it's a sequel to um, some other movies in that series that I've never seen. And the movie was awful, but the way that they were keeping the doll like uh under control was they had her locked up in this room with a bunch of just bible pages to the <laughs> door so yeah that's what i'm thinking that's what it made me think of the that movie's rules. really good and the doll like couldn't touch them because it's like it burned it or something yeah i don't really know how the doll got freed from there if mm. she couldn't really move but she ended up getting freed and uh there's this one part in that movie where the first, there's no real main character in that movie besides the doll, I guess. But <laughs> uh, one of the first like main kids that you meet in that movie, she goes to see the doll. She like is looking for it. And before she opens the door, because they're all re- religious children and they're staying in this home with, um, with a nun. Um, so she's about to open the door and she just goes, forgive me, father, for I'm about to sin. And I can't. Stop saying it now. <laughs> God, this, can you do that? Can you be preempt? Can you ask preemptive forgiveness? Is that how forgiveness works? Um, I think people say like, just do it and forgive later. You know, that's like the, at least with when it comes to working, mm. it's like, just do a thing and then forgive for, uh, ask for forgiveness later. But I don't really know. I don't think you can apologize for something that you, no is bad ahead of time that's like not no that's asking for permission i feel like right right yeah you're asking asking god for permission 
Right. I, yeah, I don't think that's how that how that's supposed to work. So maybe this movie about haunted dolls has some some issues with with mm-hmm. its theology. But mm-hmm. beyond that, it's just a very bad movie. Oh but no, it's, it's bad and it's bad in a funny way. Oh, well, that's good. Because yeah. I saw a bad movie yesterday that was not funny. It was just bad. Which one? It was called Beach Rats. Okay, never heard of it. Well, you're not missing out. It. <laughs> I should have known because like all these mainstream straight people at popular outlets were like, this movie is so important. It's so, you know, it's just like, oh, so beautiful. It's just like about this like closeted like beautiful white boy in Brooklyn who like sort of dates this girl, but he's like, he's like, he's gay and like, but he doesn't like want, like he's closeted. Right. And so he's like hooking up with older guys. Um, But like, it's so boring and like, it's so like, like spoilers, I guess if you're going to see this horrible movie, but like um, basically he hooks up with a few people and then, like, he, you know, like, he and his, like, shithead friends are, like, hanging out. And he's like, oh, I don't have any drugs, but, like, I could, like, go get some weed from, like, one of these gay guys that I get weed from. Um, and he's just, like, playing it off like he only hangs out with them to, like, smoke their weed and, like, doesn't, like, <laughs> fuck them or whatever. Uh, oh. And then he ends up, like, fucking, like, basically luring this guy out to, like, steal his weed with his friends. But, like, his friends, like assault the guy and like maybe murder him it's like not really clear jesus um it's so awful and then it just like fucking ends and the kid is just like looking beautiful and like he's just like this just this like vapid like cum gutter having like (laughs) shirtless white boy and it's just like what have we learned nothing it's 2017 we don't need movies about this anymore this sucks like god it it was so bad. Um, and bad. like it's me really and bad. like the friend that I went to see it with, were just like yelling afterwards about it. And one of the ushers came up and was just like, Oh my God, I know. I'm so sorry. you guys." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it would have know, been but, improved well, uh, by a haunted doll a lot. At least, um, at least like popular, like popular, likely just straight dudes are really into it. So that's, that's something that's, you know, they need, I feel like straight people only want to watch media about queer people that's like really aesthetic. Like that's right. just like very stylish and stylized and like homophobia is something that you know no one in this movie like aside from the guys should had friends are like oh don't be a fag like his mom repeatedly is like oh what's wrong what's going on with you and he's just like nothing. And like there's no indication that she would like throw him out of the house or anything like it's just like homophobia is just like either internalized or sort of just really general. And like, right, right, so right. like no one, only bad, ugly people are guilty of it. It's not like, you know, <sighs> it's not like a cultural thing. It's not like something that people carry around. Um, and it was just like, like the cinematography was good, I guess, but it was just like, that's <sighs> movies. Well, you know what? Um, um, as a queer person, I'm also going to be seeing a, a movie, uh, about queer representation that is aesthetically pleasing and that's mm-hmm. the movie it <laughs> where apparent apparently the, the the actor who plays the clown is just like very hot fuck <laughs> hotter than you tim know. curry i guess so well that is a high bar 
Oh my gosh. God, that is, yeah. God, talk about like murder clown representation in that movie. Yeah, didn't, um, wasn't there like a showing for like an all clown showing? Clowns like, get, only. <laughs> to get back at all the, the evil ladies who, who went and saw Wonder Woman. Yeah, clowns, no normos. Um, that's what they call us. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Clowns only. I feel like clowns are kind of like played out, you know? Or like, yeah, they're kind of played out. Or like being afraid of clowns is kind of played out. Because like, I get like, I guess like, no one likes clowns. Like that's the, like we're, we're at a point in culture where like the it doesn't make you weird or interesting to be afraid of clowns. Like everyone right. hates like no one likes Every, them. no one likes clowns. Clowns fucking suck. Like sorry if you're a clown and you listen to the show, you don't suck. Like I'm sorry. I just the concept of clowns. I think like most people are like, it's not like you know. T- 40 years ago where like most people were like, Oh, clowns are so fun and funny. And like, we love them. And a few, few weird people were like, no, I'm afraid of them. It's like, (laughs) that's the reverse now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was, um, remember when like clowns were going around and like jumping out of the woods and like, Oh my God, the it guy is hot. Yeah. He's hot. I told you. What the fuck? It's weird. That's weird. It's like a reverse milkshake deck where it's like, uh, we are happy to inform you the clown is hot. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will, I want to say something, which is that um, he looks like a hot version of Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fucked up. I, I was thinking that today. I was like, his face looks like some some actor. Who is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a little like Steve Buscemi. No. <sighs> Bill Skarsgård is his name. Wait, is he related to the other Skarsgårds? I have no idea. I don't know anything about him other than that. Are there more than one Skarsgård? Let me look this up. Um, He does have kind of a Buscemian vibe to him. He has very big eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm seeing some other photos of him now. Oh, he was in um, Blonde, which just came out. He was in Atomic Blonde. He was. Um, Atomic Blonde, yeah. He, oh, he is, yeah, his brother is Alexander Skarsgård. Who was uh, Eric on True Blood? Oh shit! Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Eric. Well, yeah. I never watched True Blood actually. Oh, I watched the first season because my mom was extremely into it. My mom is like, um, my mom is like very into to younger hot guys, the guys <laughs> that are younger than her. She's just like nice. She's like an extreme cougar. She's just hell like, yes, yeah, like spoilers if you are into game of thrones but um merit do you care if i spoil something in game of thrones this is like a i've few seasons ago. seen 30 minutes of game of thrones so i do not okay. care john snow like the, the the main character in king of thrones gets killed and comes back to life and i just remember like visiting my mom and watching the episode where they're trying to bring him back to life and there, he's just like dead on a table and my mom just goes god what a hot body <laughs> <laughs> so that's my mom <sighs> doesn't he later fuck his aunt yeah he just did in the season finale like i guess as, that was a spoiler too that was, if you care that's a about huge it spoiler yeah um as as his half brother is like narrating the fact that john and daenerys are related it's just cutting back and forth between that and a sex scene 
It's the weirdest. It's the weirdest cinematography I've ever seen. Wow. It is the weirdest direction I've ever seen. (sighs) Now, what's up with that show, huh? I bet there's like, if there were like a think piece that could like tell me what was going on with it, that would be really cool. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't think any of those exist. I wish we lived in a world where people would talk about Game of Thrones and tell me about Game of Thrones. (laughs) I've been watching it forever just because I started watching it with my mom and it's like, one of those things where I am a, kind of invested in the series and the characters, but I just like never talk about it publicly. I'm just like, I'm just going to keep this to myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Keep it um, secret. Keep it safe. It's a, it's a complete, well, everyone knows that I watch it now because I just said it, but um, other otherwise it's secret, you know? Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. No, it's fine. We can edit that. We'll edit that out. We'll cut that. You don't have to cut it out. It's fine. I don't care if people know. <laughs> You're proud. You're proud. You want the world to know. I'm not like, I'm not proud. I just, you know, it's, it's, it's whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> Every, You're okay like, with it. So many people I know hate watch that show. It's just like a thing, you know? Yeah. I don't understand that whole concept because I try to avoid things that I hate. Right. Right. I don't, I don't know. know investment i guess People you know what invested. you know what i don't you know chase your bliss chase your anti-bliss mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um you know do what cranks your hog um yeah just do whatever do whatever cranks that hog just don't tell me about it okay yeah so that's my don't write, a, don't write a think piece about it yeah don't ask and don't tell that's basically my policy about game of thrones Speaking of asking and telling people about things, should we move on to the only segment that we do on the show? Sure. This segment is called Get Wrecked. Get Wrecked. It's a segment where we recommend things to the listener and to each other. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. someone will recommend something. I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to go do that right now. I'm going to go drink a glass of water. Um, I'm going to go watch the Haunted Doll movie, but probably not because you said it wasn't very good. Um, Watch it later. Don't pay for it. No, no. I'm going to steal it from the internet. Oh, hell yeah. Steal it. That really cranks my heart. I love stealing. It really makes me horny to steal. Um... (laughs) Oh my gosh. So uh, I always leave it up to the guest whether you would like to go first or you would like me to go first. Um, I can go first. Cool. What would you like to recommend? Um, so the season finale for season two of uh, the show called Insecure on HBO just uh, aired last night or two nights ago. And uh, that show is extremely good. It is about a woman named Issa who is going through like figuring out uh, what she wants and um, it covers a lot of struggles that people of color have in a way that like um, god what was that what was that show uh, um, like hello white people I forget what uh I forget, but I watched that show too. Um, but it covers like a lot of great ground and it's two seasons in and all of the characters are fucking incredible and the music is really good. Um, and the soundtrack is out on Spotify and yeah, it's just a show that I like really love and I don't see anyone talking about it. 
like at all. Hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, um, I haven't seen it, so maybe I will. I will check it out. Try, just try the first episode. Also, there's yeah. a lot of sex in it. Oh, yeah, it's well. like an, it's, a, it's an HBO. It's an HBO show. Well, so. I don't know about that. Then that's okay. Um, it's not the thing is it's not Game of Thrones sex. It's like, um, it's depicted as like very real sex. Like there's like there's like some messy sex scenes in there that are like excellent. So they're like stealing while they're doing it. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you one spoiler. One spoiler for okay, a sex. Okay, thank scene. you. Um, Issa like she goes through this this stuff with her ex boyfriend and uh, ends up hooking up with another one of her exes while her and her boyfriend are together and. <clears throat> after her and her boyfriend break up, uh, she goes back and she's hooking up with her ex and she's straight up like, oh, I don't, I don't give blowjobs at all. Like, I don't, I don't do that. And her friends are like, oh, you should try it. And so she goes over to her ex's house and she like surprises him with a blowjob. And at, at the end, he, she doesn't like know what to do at the end because she never does it. And so she just kind of like takes her mouth off and it gets all, everything gets all over her face. And she gets fucking furious <laughs> and it's so it's like so messy and so funny but also like it's it's very real it's just, um, it's real too it's very though, real you know? like she she feels like super embarrassed and um like he did it intentionally you know because it's just not a thing that she does so but it's a very good show the show's excellent so check it out damn yeah i will uh, so this week, I am going to recommend a book that I just finished today, uh, or yesterday, actually, called Rat Bohemia. Okay. And uh, this is a 1995 novel by uh, my friend Sarah Shulman. And uh, it's kind of, it's about New York. And it's about three people who live in the city and are basically all sort of like on the margins of society in various ways. They're all queer. Um, they're like you know living um one of the characters um has hiv and like it's sort of like in the midst of like the aids crisis um and so people are just kind of dying all over the place um it's about family uh family familial homophobia um mm -hmm. and um yeah and just like the families and like relationships that people create outside of that stuff um, and it's just like a really incredible book, partly as like a historical record, but like the storytelling and like the character building is also just really, really great. I burned through it. Like I'm usually such a slow reader when it comes to novels, um, but I burned through this book in like a few days because it was just like so compelling. Like to me, um, I don't know, I, I've had a hard time getting into like people like Kathy Acker because I find her to be just like too all over the place. Um, mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people really love her and like, I like some of her writing, but like, for me, it's a little too like zany. Um, and this sort of reads like, you know, some of the best parts of Kathy Acker and like someone like Eileen Miles as well. Um, and it's like really sharp and funny. So I would totally recommend that people uh, read that book. Hell yeah. I'm yeah. going to read it. Cause knowledge is power. I'll add it to my, I'll add it to my, uh, the inside of the wall that I'm being held in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it. Um, so yeah, I think I think that about does it for us this week. Cool. Yeah, we had a good time, and we didn't get as gross. I think we skirted that we, boundary. Yeah, you did it. You did a great job of being like, okay, let's move on. 
And I and last time you were you were a little too curious. I was a little too indulgent. I think I was yeah. I was curious. Yeah. My curiosity got the better of me, and I had to just I had to hear more. And this time, you know what? I know to just say, Danica, thank you. <laughs> I I I appreciate you. I value your 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 beliefs and your thoughts. But don't don't. I'm not going to ask about them, and please don't mm-hmm. tell me about them. Okay. So I we can, can I feel do. like I feel like we have really gotten to like a really good place. Um, where I will, however, want to hear about them off the air. Okay. Um, but I, you know, I just um, as a parent to my listeners, I just really mm-hmm. want to be careful about what kinds of media they um they consume you know right yeah oh 100 i don't want them 100%. watching spider-man elsa pregnant videos so yeah don't do that that's worse than anything i could possibly talk about <laughs> it is it's much <laughs> much worse yeah god uh do you want to tell people where they can find you online before we go sure yeah you can find me on uh twitter and instagram and like any other social media at danica harrod and uh i work for a video games website called waypoint and we do a lot of cool video game stuff uh, and you can find us at waypoint on twitter yeah. <laughs> awesome yeah <laughs> uh well uh i will talk to you later and have a great night thank you bye bye Woodland Secrets is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Woodland Secrets is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at woodlandsecrets.co support. For as little as three bucks a month, you'll get access to a monthly newsletter and frequent bonus episodes of our shows. If you'd like to have a message read on the show, head to woodlandsecrets.co slash messages. You can help people find out about the show. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at Woodland Podcast and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>